0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Polly Plus Amore equals us. We are so excited to be starting this podcast and thank you so much for joining us and listening. So we recorded the first two episodes of this podcast together all at the same time. So today you're going to get the first part of it. And we wanted to start out really with just telling you our story, telling you who we are and how we got to this point in our lives and in our marriage and in our relationship because otherwise it's not really going to make sense right you have to know the history in order to understand what's going on in the present so that's what we've decided to do we sat down and talked about just our whole story both of us from beginning to end um so that's what the first two episodes are going to be about and then after that We're going to get more into the nitty gritty details of like why we became Polly, and go into more depth into some of the stories and things you're going to hear about today. Um, So yeah, we're going to get into all of that much more, but these first two episodes are going to be just about us. So you can get to know us, who we are, and understand how we came to be where we're at right now. I'm really excited and um... hello, hello, hi, um, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, Polly Plus More Equals Us. Um, we're going to start with the us um, in this podcast. My name is Elisa. This is my husband, Mike. Um, yeah, and we're just gonna start off introducing ourselves so that way you guys can kind of get to know us, and get to know what this podcast is going to be about. Take it away.
1: All right. So let's jump right in. <clears throat> My name is Mike. Um, I was born in San Jose, California, uh, up north. I'm 33 years old, about to be 34, uh, in early February. Um, <clears throat> I went to, uh, UCLA for college. Uh, got my bachelor's and master's degrees in mechanical engineering there, and right now I'm currently working as a mechanical engineer um, in Torrance for a very small engineering consulting company. <clears throat> um, you know, so that's kind of more of an overview of my occupation, but who I was growing up, um, I was kind of the uh, stereotypical like jockey type, um, but also pretty nerdy, too. Kind of a, an even split between the uh the two. Um I can't really say which one I was more of, but <laughs> <laughs> um I loved playing soccer and uh running track, but soccer was uh was my main sport. Um I also have a twin brother, his name's Matt. And uh, you know, we grew up playing soccer. We played practically year round and so that was a big part of our lives. A lot of our uh friends, some of our earliest friends actually were from our soccer team and they're some of our best friends. Still to this day, um, so a lot of my life, um, all throughout middle school and high school, really revolved around soccer and then just school. I was pretty studious. Uh, my mom always pounded that into my brother and I just to to get good grades and do well in school, because um, you know she viewed that as being our way to advance in life and you know make just make a way for ourselves. Um, so. Yeah, I mean that was that's really a big part of, of who I was in high school. Um and in college. I you know, I just kind of transitioned what I was doing in high school and just kind of did it more in college. Um I would consider myself a, a fairly social person, but at the same time I was also pretty shy. <laughs> so I liked going out and doing things and getting with friends, but I was never really the uh kind of the leader type. I was a little more passive. Um it kind of remained like that through a lot of, definitely all throughout high school and a lot of college too. So that's one, one big thing I've been working on um, really ever since I graduated college, even up to this day. Um, that's kind of, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast uh, with my wife. And uh, yeah, so I mean, we can get, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, the the specifics of uh, of that later on, but Kind of want to give you an overview of who I am and kind of the main talking points of, of myself. So back on to you.
0: Cool. Um, okay, so I'm Alisa. I was born in Mission Viejo, California. Um, I was born and raised there um, for my whole life. Um, I was always the loud child. Um, <laughs> always, I was super bossy, as everyone likes to say, which I hate, and maybe we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, I, I'm an Aries. Um, for any of you astrology fans, I love astrology. Um, yeah, I'm an Aries sun, so that that kind of explains it all. I ran cross country at a very young age. When I was, I think when I was five, my parents put me into cross country because My mom said she can remember we were at the park playing with friends and we, like all of my friends had gotten like tired from like running around so much. And I was still like running around this tree around them. I had all this energy. So my mom was like, oh my God, we need to find a way to like, get all of this energy out of you. Um, And so she put me into cross country. Um, My dad also um, ran track and cross country. he got a scholarship to UCLA for that. So that was kind of like in my blood. Um, But I think that really describes very much who I am. I have a shit ton of energy. I always um, just, yeah, the, that energy, I just have that. And-
1: The Energizer Bunny.
0: Yeah, the my Energizer Bunny, you. that's what my mom calls me. Um, Yeah, but it's, it's also this energy just for like doing fun things and traveling and exploring. And it's, it's kind of leaked into like every area of my life. Um, anyway, so as I got older, um, well, not as I got older, I also have always loved being a performer and being on stage. I am an actor and it is my calling and the thing I love the most. I, I love really storytelling, um, and exploring different emotions through characters. Um, that's that's why I love acting, because I can play a character who is nothing like me, but get to explore that emotional depth. Um, and so that kind of, I started acting when I was really young, um, Did that all through high school and then in college that's what i went to that's what i majored in i majored in theater um at fresno state i got my bachelor's in that um and so yeah that's that's a huge huge part of me of course um what else anything else did i miss anything important
1: um we should talk about what we've been doing recently
0: what have we been doing recently? <laughs> maybe
1: not, maybe not so much twenty twenty, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, actually, that's, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good summary. Yeah. Get too <laughs> we're
0: gonna get into other stuff later. Yeah. Um, and everything we talk about in this episode, probably, we're going to come back to later. So this is kind of just an overview of us, essentially. Um. Okay. So why we started this podcast? You wanna go with why why you wanna start yeah. this
1: podcast? So that there are actually there are several reasons why um I wanted to get involved in this podcast. Lisa was the one mm-hmm. that started it. This is her brain child, so I don't want to take credit from that from you for that. Oh, don't um, worry, I
0: was gonna mention that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll just get ahead of it. Um so kind of as I was alluding to earlier, as I was talking about earlier, you know, as when I was growing up I was I was definitely more on the shy side and I've always had this sort of I've always felt like I had this sort of social anxiety and a very difficult time processing and expressing my emotions. And so over the years, um, just kind of through self-reflection and then also a lot of help from my lovely wife, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been able to just kind of, I guess, better understand that part of me. You know, I was always so, I was always so focused on, you know, the masculine side of things. just like... How can I do more? How can I get things done? How can I be better? And it was all related to, to you know, either like physical um, activities like sports, or just through my career. And so, what I've been trying to focus more on recently is, is just self-expression. Just you know, how am I feeling? Um, how do I want to clearly express myself? Because in the past, I felt like you know, I haven't how I felt and what I wanted to say maybe wouldn't come out exactly um, as I had wanted it to. So. You know, a big part of this for me is actually just sharing my thoughts and my beliefs and I guess a more public domain, which I've never really done in my life, so <laughs> this is uh, gonna be quite the new experience. Mm-hmm. So that's one one reason. Um another reason is um just to kind of be able to just to have um I guess a, a very kind of direct platform. Um That'll kind of help me uh, just really think about why we want to be polyamorous and what we're experiencing and how we're kind of working through that. Because, you know, we can just kind of live through life, like floating through, but this is going to be like our one time to really like, like we'll have conversations, of course, on the side, but to sit down and like explain to, you know, people who care to listen about this, what we're going through. It's, it's going to take kind of a lot more in-depth thought, I guess be able to explain exactly how I'm feeling so you know this platform will kind of help me better understand um, and just better navigate our polyamorous adventures as they happen um, and another reason was, was really because Elisa wanted to, to do this podcast and she was so adamant about it and she really <laughs> wanted to do it and
0: always gets her way <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, for the most part <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I wanted to support her in something that she loves and really wants to do. And she's always been just so great at self-expression. I mean, she's an actress, so it's kind of uh, just who she is. So yeah, just wanted to be supportive um, and help her out. I think those are, those are pretty much the main reasons why.
0: Awesome. Uh, so the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast. So... For me, I started, well, first, I really wanted to talk more openly about polyamory and about my experience with opening up our relationship and exploring what it means to be polyamorous. But I didn't really know how to do that. And I also wanted to make sure, I I wanted to talk about it more publicly, but I wanted to make sure that Mike was also okay with it too. I didn't want to start talking about something publicly that he wasn't ready for. Um, so over the past few months, we kind of got in a place where, where we were both feeling like, okay, we want to talk about this more open. And once that started happening on other platforms, like I first started talking about it on Instagram, once that started happening, I really realized, oh my gosh, like I I didn't realize I felt like there was a part of me that I was keeping secret. And I didn't realize that until I started sharing about it, that I was like, oh, I, I feel like I'm telling the secret that I've been holding and carrying. And <clears throat> and I didn't want it to be that way because it, 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 it sh- For me, I was like, I don't want this to be a secret. I I wanna be able to talk about it because I feel like if other people had been talking about this or or if polyamory had been talked about more when I was younger, it could have really helped me. Um, I mean, maybe, who knows, I'm really stubborn. So maybe I would have been like, that's dumb. And then years later been like, oh shoot, that's not dumb. (laughs) But yeah, so that's that's part of the reason why I wanted to start this, because I I've also come to realize that sharing our stories just in general, when people speak their truths and share their stories, that is medicine for other people. If somebody else had experienced what I have gone through. If they had been talking about that and i had been able to hear it before everything i had gone through things might have been different i might have made different decisions or i might have understood myself on a different level um and because i didn't have that that's kind of what i want this podcast to be so that way in the future if there are other women or men who are experiencing some of the things that I experienced growing up, then maybe this will help them understand themselves better. Um, and so that's that's what I want this to be. I want this to be the thing that I didn't have, that I needed um, when it came to discovering polyamory and sexuality and relationships. So that's, yeah, that's a big reason why I wanted to start this. And now here we are. Also, yeah, I did, I wanted, I wanted something fun that I could do with Mike because, I mean, yeah, sure. We, we go out and we have fun and we do things, but I don't know. I, I really wanted like some sort of project or thing that we could do together. And here we are. This is it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think a big part of it, like, you know, we have, we have our own personal reasons, but I think. You know sharing is a big part of, of why we want to do this yeah you no know, it is the main part because you know we want to kind of share our experiences living this polyamorous life with people who also are maybe curious about it or who are also living it and trying to maybe gain a different perspective or just hear from other people who are also living that lifestyle so yeah you know it's it's a good combination of of both personal and Altruistic reasons. <laughs> uh, if you want to call it that? Yeah. So should we talk about the name?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the name, <laughs> the name of our podcast is Polly plus Amore equals us. And so the way we came up with that sort of, um, well, I guess I get, okay. The way that it makes sense in my mind, which we haven't actually talked about So we, we were like going back and forth about like names and kind of what we were thinking. And, and we came up with this, um, first of all, Amor, Polly plus Amor, our nicknames for each other are Mi Amor, which in Spanish means my love. Um, and cause we, okay, so we didn't have nicknames for each other for like two years two years of dating, we didn't have a nickname. And in the back of my mind, I was like, is that weird that we don't have nicknames for each other? I don't know. Because people usually have like super cute nicknames and it's like not important, but I still thought about it. Um, and then <laughs> we took a trip to Costa Rica and of course everyone there was like, oh, mi amor, mi amor, mi amor. And so we started calling each other that um, because like, it's so romantic and, And then it kind of just stuck. And so that's part of the reason why I love the name of the podcast because it has, it's not just, of course, amor means like love in Spanish, but it has like a more significant meaning for the two of us. And then also, um, I really like the plus sign and the equal sign because Mike is such a nerd and I just felt like it was very fitting, like that we have this little equation. Um, and as you get to know Mike more, you'll probably understand that, um, how much of a nerd he is. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. but yeah, that I part, love that it's like an equation.
1: Yeah, that part was my idea. <laughs>
0: exactly. It, and so it's an equation, which I think is very fitting for Mike, but then yeah. it also has like amour, which is like the love and the romance aspect and, I don't know, so it's kind of like a combination of all of that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of also like how the word is just like you know if you like break it up into like its Latin components. Of course, it means like many, many lovers, but yeah, there's the poly like amor. Yes, we have the term of endearment. Yeah, but there's also the us, you know. Yeah. Because this is like us sharing our experiences together. So just it kind of just nicely. Yeah. You know, once we thought of it, it's just like okay, yeah, each of these segments kind of means. Something different and is somewhat meaningful to us, so yeah, let's go with that.
0: Yeah, exactly. It worked out. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. (laughs) There we have it. There it is. Uh, Okay, next we're gonna we're gonna launch into our story. So yeah, where to begin? Where to begin with our story? Uh, So Mike and I met in 2015 at a music festival called Lightning in a Bottle, if any of you have heard of it, shout out to you. Um, yeah, Mike went with a big group of friends, and I went with my two best friends, and they had, they had gone the previous year, and they were out dancing, having fun, whatever, and someone, some lost little soul came over to them and started talking with them. And he was like, I can't find my friends. And and they were like, we can be your friends until you find your friends. Um, Cause that's how it is at music festivals. You probably know. Um, so yeah, so they eventually find his friends. They make friends with the friends. Um, and a whole year later, those friends said hey you guys should camp with us and so my two best friends were like okay yeah sure so i was like okay i guess we're gonna be camping with these people i don't know sure whatever um so we get to this festival and i meet for the first time all of these people and and my two best friends met pretty much everybody for the first time as well um but it was a group of like 20 30 people how many people do you think there were uh, that year?
1: Uh, yeah, we, we had a it lot that year. was a lot. Year. Yeah. Yeah. So it was our, it was my main friend group, which was like anywhere from like 10 to 15 and then like friends of friends too. So yeah. Exactly. It was probably about like 30. Yeah. 25 to 30.
0: Yeah. Somewhere between 20 to 30 people. I it's, To me, it feels like it was closer to 30, but I don't know. Anyway, but so we show up and I'm like, holy shit, there's 30 people here that like, I don't know. And... We're at this music festival. Things are gonna go down. Uh, it was For me, it, it definitely spiked my anxiety um, a little bit. But I can remember meeting Mike. I, I remember very specifically, you were standing there with Matt and Terry. Um, that's his brother and um, his brother's wife. Um, so the three of them were standing there and I remember like saying hi to all three of you. And, and I remember thinking, oh, okay. One's married and one isn't. Um, and so they're twins by the way, and they're identical. Um, supposedly the doctor said they are fraternal, but if anyone has ever seen them together when they both have like the same sort of haircut, um, they're identical. They are identical. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah it's just weird being told your whole life you're fraternal but then like obviously the, the genes don't lie so we well, look so much alike we yeah. have to
0: be identical yeah you guys, you guys look identical so how I mean I don't know yeah I, I don't know anyway we are they, they look identical anyone can, yeah, anyone on will on tell there. you that <laughs> so um yeah so what about do you remember meeting me
1: yeah well I remember can't remember specifically the very first time, well, no, I take that back, I remember when we, when I first, when I very first said hi to you, uh-huh. when I introduced myself, but there was a time before that when, like, you know, like, I know everybody in our group, minus you guys, so uh-huh. you guys are kind of like the new people, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm curious about you. Yeah. And, well, there were four girls and one guy?
0: Yeah, four, okay. yeah. There were four. There were four girls and one guy total. Yeah, yeah. Of, of like my group. And I was single at time, game. so
1: I'm like, oh, awesome. Like, <laughs> right. I like guys? these odds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, but one of them was taken, so really, yeah. three, three singles. But I
1: didn't games. know that, so you know, I was just trying to scope out the scene see what's going on. <laughs> and so, I remember. Yeah, so I remember singing you guys. I remember you for sure caught my attention first because I was like, oh, she's super attractive. But then I remember when we met. Um, you know, we just said our, you know, our common formalities, like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Yeah. Where are you guys from? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we said all that, but I could tell, you know, you were definitely a little nervous and, (laughs) um, maybe a little reserved at first. And I didn't blame you because you were, you know, coming into this huge group of people you didn't know. And I was thinking to myself, you know, if I was in that same boat, I'd definitely be kind of on the more reserved side. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I remember just... Kind of those were those were my two initial thoughts, and then you know as as the weekends progressed and we got to know each other a little bit more, then um, yeah, that's when I just I realized that I really liked you and that you were definitely different than me, but in like <laughs> in the opposite of track kind of kind of way, like the way I needed somebody to like kind of emotionally pull me out of my shell,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though you know that's not like the reason why like I wanted to be with you but yeah I just knew like that I think that's just like the natural attraction right there yeah you have that aspect and I just had kind of a more structured aspect
0: yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah but then so when was it it was it was,
0: it was the, the second night
1: the second night right it was okay. the second night yeah so the yeah. second night <laughs> was when That was, like, the first time we actually, like, danced and kissed. Yeah. And uh, got a little more intimate, so...
0: Had sex. (laughs) It's okay. We could say it. We're going to be talking about sex on the podcast, I'm sure, so we might as well (laughs) say... Not be afraid to say it.
1: I'll, uh... I'll slowly get used to that. (laughs) Not like it's weird or awkward, but... Yeah. Talking about it live on... Anyway, so yeah, that that second night, um, I remember we had all gone out to one of the main stages at Lab, and it was Flume. Flume was performing, right? Yeah. So Flume was performing, and I remember he just had these, uh, you know, these like crazy, it's like awesome purple lights mm-hmm. in the background, and uh, so I'm dancing just with, you know, just like in a group of of my like immediate friends and i see elisa and like her group of friends right next to us and so we're making eye contact pretty often (laughs) for like over maybe 30 to 45 minutes and uh let's see this is like where my shy side comes in like (laughs) i should have immediately like gone up and talked to you or at least like asked you to dance or just you know something just like engage in some way yeah and of course it took me oh didn't even take me 45 minutes it took me longer. I wasn't even the one to initiate, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So. Bad move on my part. So wait, before, before we get to that. Okay. So yeah, I want to talk about, because I think it's funny. Um, so yeah, it's the second night. Um, the first night of this festival, Friday night, I can remember like really late. We, we had already like gone out to the stages, done all the things, came back to camp, It was like the wind down time. And um, (laughs) we were sitting on this like blow up couch thing that someone had brought and Mike was sitting on the end. Um, Our friend John was sitting in the middle and then I was sitting on the right. And Mike and John were talking and I was like listening in on the conversation. You know, drugs had been done. So for me, I was like, I couldn't, I wasn't in like a talking place. I like talking was just like totally out of the question, but I was like, oh, perfect. So I like sat there on the couch. Someone was like spinning lights or doing something. And I was like watching that, but I was like listening in on this conversation and like eavesdropping on this conversation because I was like, well, I can't talk to him right now. I can't talk to anybody right now but i can listen and so i remember you talking to him and it was just like a getting to know you kind of conversation you know it was like oh where where are you from because we had people from all over california um and he was like oh i'm in la and i was like oh my god i'm in la too (laughs) in my mind of course (laughs) and then he was like oh yeah i play soccer and i was like oh my gosh i actually know soccer that's one of the sports i actually know because like a previous boyfriend was super into soccer too Um, and so I, I really liked soccer and I was like, oh my God, I like soccer too. You know, but again, this is like in my mind. (laughs) Um, yeah. So anyway, then the next day, um, yeah. And I still, I didn't have the courage. So by the next day I was like, okay, I, I kind of like this guy. I want to talk to him, you know, that whole kind of thing. So I do, I finally get up the courage. We're, we're at the stage waiting for Flume to start. There's like like a 40, 30 to 45 minute break or something before they start. And we got, got there like super early. So that way, you know, we could get like a good spot because like our whole group wanted to see Flume. So we're waiting for this set to start. And I'm like, okay, I got the courage and I'm gonna go talk to him. So I do. So I start talking to him and I'm like being really cute and I'm like kind of flirting and like laughing at the stuff he says and like light touch on the arm you know like all the things um and then all of a sudden I look down and I see on his left hand he has a wedding ring and I'm like oh fuck I'm talking to the wrong twin I was talking to the wrong one. I was talking to his brother. I wasn't talking to him. I was like, damn it. I just wasted my courage, and my flirtatiousness and all this stuff on the wrong person. I was so angry. And so I look around and I, I spot Mike and he's like on the other side of the group talking with my best friends. I was like, damn it. So anyway, I go over there. Oops. I know. Whoops. So I go over there and start talking and then from what I can remember, it wasn't long after that. And then the music started. And so the music started and I was like, well, there goes my chance to like really talk to him. Um, I don't know if it was actually that soon after I went over there, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I was off in my own world at that point. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I don't really know. Um, But yeah, so the music started and then it was like, ah, damn, there's, there's my chance. So, but like, it was very clear. We were, so we were like, it was like me and my friends, like over here. And then Mike and his friends, like in a clump over here. But the two clumps were like right next to each other. And, (laughs) um, so Mike and I are dancing basically right next to each other, but like we can't, talk to each other like it's just it's not happening so my best friend
1: well it wasn't happening because neither of us actually initiated
0: exactly that was a problem yeah but then neither one of us was willing to like take that step to make something more happen but we were like right next to each other like like right next to each other on purpose um but yeah so then my best friend knowing just knowing me she can see, she's like, it's so obvious. She And she will say, it's so obvious. You guys are just like right next to me. And she she got so angry at me one time. This is side story. We, we were at a bar and there was this cute boy and I was like, oh, I kind of want to talk to him. Oh, uh, no, and so I didn't. Um, so we leave the bar. And as soon as we leave the bar, I'm like, you know what? I wish I had talked to him. And she got so mad. She pushed me and I fell over into a bush. <laughs> so that's her for you. She got so mad. And so then she was like, go back in there and talk to him. Cause she had been trying to get me to talk to him all night. Anyway, so, so that's like, that's her. So again, so now she sees me, you know, at this music festival dancing next to the guy. It's very obvious. And she's like, God damn it. And so she pushes me. She pushes me right into him. So we just, like, clunk right into each other. But it forced us to talk to each other. And so that was, like, the initiation of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fortunately, she she was uh, aware of what was going on. and Yeah. Really, one of us should have initiated. I should have initiated, for sure. I always think back to that. I'm like, oh, that was just kind of lame to me, but... <laughs> Fortunately, uh, she had the, uh, the awareness and
0: the, uh, the
1: gusto to to do that. (laughs) So, yeah. And then (laughs) pretty much that was the one push that we needed. Because after that, you know, we danced the rest of the night. Yeah. Kissed a lot. I remember we walked around the festival, who knows, like after the sets around like 2 a.m. Just like looking at different light up, uh, art installations and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Had some fun after that. Mm -hmm. And then finally went to bed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: that was was night one.
0: Yeah. Well, night one for us. For us. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, so we realized we both lived in L.A. um, And then we found out we worked like 10 minutes from each other. Not even. Five minutes from each other. Right? We worked right next to each other. So we, so we started dating after that and um, oftentimes it would be like, oh, let's go meet someplace after work um, and like get food, get drinks, whatever, and then come back to my place because I lived, um, I li- we both worked in Torrance and I lived in Redondo. So basically the same area if you don't know where that is. Um, but then he lived all the way basically in like Santa Monica area. Um, so that's kind of far. I was in Brentwood. Yeah. But so that's kind of far. So, you know, we would like go have dinner, whatever. He'd come back to my place and then he would go home. Um, and then very shortly after that, it was like, well, why don't you just like pack a bag and then you can spend the night and then go to work from here? Because he, how long was your commute? Uh,
1: I mean, it was. It was probably like 35 minutes in the morning and then 45 to 50 on the way home.
0: Yeah. Yikes.
1: it wasn't terrible, but yeah, it's, it was a lot shorter staying at your place.
0: Yeah, a lot shorter. It was like 10 minutes staying from my place. Yeah. Yeah. So that that became a thing pretty quickly where he was packing a bag, spending the night, Um, you know, two nights a week and three nights a week. And then four nights a week and
1: I think it quickly escalated like four or five
0: within, yeah probably
1: within a couple of weeks
0: yeah if well, not
1: within a month maybe
0: well no no it definitely took a little bit longer than that because we we met in May and well and so you were staying over quite a bit but then I remember asking you to be my boyfriend and guess what everyone? But
1: when was that? That was like two he months. Said,
0: in. No. <laughs> he said no. He said no. Yeah, two months. So it was like two months in. I remember because you were about to go to Colorado. You were about to go to Denver to visit Nick yeah. and Amy. Yeah, for the fourth. <clears throat> yeah, for fourth of July. Yeah. And so it was right before that. So we had been a month and a half. Yeah. So we, we had only been dating for like a month and a half. So, I mean, I guess it's like kind of quick, but whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was was quick for me. I wasn't, I hadn't dated someone in quite some time. So I was just, I was in no rush.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But like we were, we were texting every day, constantly talking on the phone. We were going out on dates, you know, multiple times a week spending most weekends together I mean so it was obvious like we were and we weren't seeing anybody else so I I really I was like can we just call this what it is you're my boyfriend right like we're exclusive we're not seeing anybody else like you're my boyfriend and he said no
1: I said I said let's wait a little bit
0: (laughs) Which is essentially a no. It wasn't
1: a flat out, like, no rejection. It was like, (laughs) I had a little commitment phobia. Yeah. As, you know, a lot of guys do. So I was like, okay, like I know this is going to go there, but like, just give me a little more time to to get used to it.
0: What he said is he wanted to be able to tell his friends first before making it official. Okay.
1: Well, yeah, I guess some... some new and some didn't. So yeah, yeah. There are a couple reasons.
0: Well, and what? So what were they? Well, Since we're on the topic,
1: those ones. I just explains. i you know, I was kind of scared. Scared yeah. of the commitment because I've been single for you know quite some time, and I was enjoying, someone enjoying that. Yeah. Lifestyle, but you know, I definitely wanted to find somebody. Yeah a more serious relationship. So it was, it was more just like, you know, me, like it takes me a little more time to, to make <laughs> bigger changes like that. So
0: I mean, I know you.
1: I wanted to, I, but I just need to be comfortable with myself.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, you know, being 100% sure I wanted that commitment because I knew once we were going to start this relationship it was going to be serious. And yeah. So I just wanted to make 100% sure. And then I also just wanted to tell like more of my friends and just, you know, let them know.
0: Yeah.
1: Not like that was like preventing me from doing what I wanted to do. I just wanted a little more time to tell them because I hadn't seen some of them in a while. That was all. Oh that was all. Um, <laughs> that
0: was all okay, that was all.
1: I guess I didn't think it was a huge deal, but uh, apparently,
0: apparently. Apparently yeah. Apparently. I have not forgotten and I never will. Um okay. So yeah, so then he he got back from his trip and then I think just a few weeks after that we finally made it official. Um, and then then slowly after that, you were staying over more. And by December, um, you were staying over so often <clears throat> that we had talked about you moving in um, because your lease was up in February. And so and I was like, you're, you're already staying here. It was really funny. We had this we had this great routine. Um, Mike would come over Monday, he would spend the night. He would go home on Wednesday, and after work, just because he was like, "I need to do laundry and other stuff at home."
1: Uh, yeah, I just wanted to check in to make sure <laughs> that his uh,
0: apartment was still there, my and was alive. Okay, and um, I, mean, I had a roommate at the time; he
1: was he was a friend, but I, just, I still wanted to go back and just check on things.
0: Yeah. Well, and plus you had to like get new clothes and stuff, and yeah, yeah, that whole thing. I just
1: and still have a little bit of my own time and space.
0: <laughs> yeah and then but then you would come back thursday after work and then Mm -hmm. and stay and then friday we would go to your place most of the time and then like friday night and then we would spend the weekend at your place hanging out with your friends because most of them lived up there yeah and then we would come back sunday night and start the whole thing over again yeah um so yeah, by February, but by February, like you were spending so much time at my place, it just made sense. So, um, yeah, so we moved in together, not, so what was that, nine months later? Yeah, so
1: the, yeah, <clears throat> early February, 2016, so it was from May, mid-May 2015 to February yeah. 2016. Yeah. 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 Seven, eight months.
0: Yeah, so I guess it's like kind of fast. Depending on who you talk to, hmm.
1: right? There's I no re- right at the time. It, it exactly. Made, there's we no. way wanted to do it. and made logistical made sense. So like, yeah, it just makes sense on on all fronts.
0: Yeah, and there's no there's no right way to do it, right? It's whatever works for you. So yeah, so you moved in, and then yeah, just a whole year of having fun, right?
1: Yeah, I mean we <laughs> partied a lot that year. Yeah. We were drinking quite a bit at that time too. I mean we are still
0: Yeah. I was... Well, I So I was 25 when we met. Yeah. So you were 28. I
1: was 28.
0: Yeah. When we met. Yeah. Yeah, we were definitely still in like the party phase of our lives. Yeah, definitely the sure. party phase. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, yeah, we are going out every weekend. We are still going back to Brentwood to hang out with my friends mm-hmm. or going out in Hermosa since I was, you know, I was just stomping grounds and it was new to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're going out often.
0: Yeah, we're going out every weekend. We go out to eat after work, you know, a few times a week during the week. So, we, yeah, we are probably, like, going out, like, five times a week when yeah, you think about it. I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was quite a bit. Yeah, so now I was yeah. just kind of living that, that mid-20s mid, life. lifestyle. Living that life. Going out quite a bit. Probably spending more money than we should have, but well, it was fun.
0: Yeah. No, it was great. I wouldn't change it for the world. We had a great time. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, well, because it was great for, for us and our relationship, too, because we were, you know, our relationship was still new. We were still learning about each other, and we were doing going out, doing all these exciting things, you know, like, yeah, I think it was a great time for us and our relationship. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause we were, yeah, we we're just, we were building new memories together. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we, do we do any bigger trips back then? I mean, we were going out a lot in, in LA, but.
0: We're going down to San Diego pretty often. Oh yeah, in San
1: Diego, <clears throat> <the news throat> my brother and some other friends down there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were going to, down to San Diego a lot, actually. Yeah. Especially in Probably that that first year we were together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then even in 2016, we were going down to San Diego a lot. At yeah. least once a month. Yeah. Um, we went to Snow Globe.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still going to festivals. <laughs> yeah, we are
0: still going to festivals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cross. So I went to Cross, I think. No, you, yeah. You had, did you go to Cross? So should we fast forward to 2017?
0: 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So then 2017, um, we're at almost the two year mark and yeah, so I was, so it, I had this thing in my mind that like, that like, I don't know, I had never had a relationship last more than two and a half years and that really for some reason like really stuck out in my mind the two relationships i had had beforehand that were um like serious both ended right before the two and a half year mark and back then i was really concerned with like i don't know like meeting certain timelines and I don't know, like I, I like really want to get married before I turn 30 and now I'm 30 and I'm like, why did that really matter? Um, although yeah. I'm still really happy we did it the way we did it. We'll get into that later. Yeah. That's a topic for another time. Yeah,
1: no, You had these ideas in your head from when you are younger that you thought, <laughs> you know, this is like what I should do.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and so something about that I think was also kind of looming over me knowing that we were coming up to that two and a half year mark. And yeah, so I don't know why I felt the need to bring that up, but I did. Um, hmm, something I should probably look into a little more. But yeah, so I was going out line dancing a lot with my roommate at the time, or our roommate at the time, because we were living together. And there was this, there were a couple places in Hermosa Um, that did line dancing and, and I loved line dancing. Uh, My two best friends that I mentioned before, they got me into line dancing. So fun. Um, and so I was going out with my roommate, like three or four nights a week going line dancing. Um, and every night it was a different place. You know, it was like, Wednesday, we go here, Thursday, we go here, Friday, we go here. And Saturday we go there, you know, like that kind of a thing. Um, and so we were outline line dancing um, on Wednesday in Hermosa Beach. And she, she met this guy. Well, like kind of there, she, she had noticed this group of guys that would always come in and they, they never really danced, but they were always there and talking. And there was one guy in particular that she like really wanted to talk to, but she was like kind of nervous to do it. So I was like, okay, um, why, why don't you, you go talk to him and I'll talk to his friend because that was the thing. She was like, he's always like with this group and I don't know how to like approach him. And I was like, okay, well right now he's just with one other person. What, let's just go talk to him and you, you talk to him and I'll talk to his friend, a wing woman for you, you know? So I started talking to the friend and there was this like, immediate connection with him. And it really kind of like surprised me and sort of, yeah, to like caught me off guard. Cause I was like, Whoa, what, what, what is happening right now? Like, what, what am I feeling right now? This is really weird. And so, um, we keep talking and we're having a great time. And all of a sudden, like, the whole night has gone by and I've spent the whole night talking to this guy. Um, and my roommate has spent the whole night talking to the other guy and, um, the bar is getting ready to close and it closed at like 1230. So we're like, let's go next door, go to another bar that stays open till two. Um, so we did, so all four of us went over there. Um, we continued talking and that connection was just, so strong and I was feeling all of these feelings and I was just so freaked out because I was like, you know, like what is happening? You know, like I have a boyfriend, what is going on? And so I remember going into the bathroom and it was it was very clear that like my friend was gonna go home with this guy. Um, I'm pretty sure we had talked about it and she was like, yeah, I'm gonna go home with him. You know, and I was like, okay, so I go into the bathroom and I call an Uber and this bar has like a back door to the parking lot. So I call an Uber and, and it gets here and I text my friend like, Hey, I'm leaving, like have fun tonight. And I go out the back door and I don't even say bye to this guy because I I just couldn't, you know, I was like, I don't know what's happening. I need to just like go home. So I did. and. I just, I I was just so confused because I had always, this wasn't the first time this had happened to me where I had a serious boyfriend and then met somebody else and had a connection with them. And so for me, I always thought that like, okay, if, if I have a connection with somebody else, it must mean I don't love my boyfriend because that's just, that was the only option that I really knew. Like, you know, I always thought like, well, if I really loved my boyfriend, I wouldn't be having these feelings for this other person. So I was really confused and I, I I couldn't talk to Mike. Right. I was like, I can't talk to him about this because then we're going to break up. Right. He's going to be like, oh, you have feelings for somebody else. Well, then we have to break up. Right. Because that was that was the only sort of. Storyline or like that's the only way I knew things to to go. I didn't know that there were any other options. So I did what most people do and I kept this little secret and I knew, and so the next week we go back to this bar and I asked my roommate, you know, oh, hey, is how did it go with that guy? You know, that, and it was great. And oh, he's gonna be there tonight. I'm so excited. Oh, does that mean his friend is gonna be there? Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And so it became this thing. Like I really looked forward to Wednesday nights because I was gonna see this guy and and i had a ton of guilt because i was like deep down i was like what am i doing what like what am i doing i have i have mike and it's a great relationship it's not like there's anything truly wrong with it so like why 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 am i so excited to see this this other guy and why am i sort of pursuing this. And and so I I was still very confused. And yet it didn't, it didn't feel wrong either. I mean, it, that's hard to explain. It felt wrong, but it (laughs) didn't feel wrong. You know, it was like,
1: you're having an internal battle.
0: I I was, I really was. I was having this crazy internal battle and I didn't know what to do. So I just kept going. (laughs) And so After a fairly short time, I mean, really, I think it was only like a month, maybe a month and a half of this happening. Maybe like two months tops. Um, I don't even think it was that long. Like eventually, like I kind of knew, like deep down I was like, something's gotta give, something's gotta give. what's gonna happen (laughs) Uh, I'm sure you can probably guess what's going to happen Um, but you know you got to stick around to to find out for sure what's happening so yeah next week we're going to finish off our story um, finish telling you about just how we got to where we're at so I hope you enjoyed this episode and oh also um, we do Know and want to make sure (laughs) to acknowledge it and that you guys know that the sound in these first two episodes was not the greatest. Um, We literally had the microphone right in front of Mike's face. Um, For those of you watching the video, this is my cat Peach. (laughs) Um, But we literally have the microphone right in front of Mike's face and it still wasn't picking him up that well. So um, just so you know, we're we're getting better equipment and Mike is working on projecting so yeah just a little something so episode two sound is going to be the same but after that it's going to be better anyway um yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode and